for Thursday, April 16th, 2020. This is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE, answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, lots of people are working from home because of the coronavirus. Some aren't so lucky. When I get home, I stay in my room. I get what I need and I stay in my room till the next day. I try not to be around anybody, so I ain't got to worry about nobody catching nothing from me and I ain't catching nothing. A longtime custodian at the Atlanta airport and a long-haul truck driver share how their jobs have changed because of the pandemic. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. COVID-19 is changing the way a lot of people work. If you're lucky enough to still have a job, maybe you're working from home, or maybe you're working very different hours or in a very different setting. One person whose job has looked pretty different as of late is Cynthia Hartsfield-Collier. She's worked as a custodian at the Atlanta airport for more than 35 years. These days, the gates she's responsible for cleaning aren't as busy as they used to be. We recently talked by phone, and she started by telling me a bit about herself and her family. came to Atlanta when I was two years old, been in Atlanta ever since. I have three kids, my uh, grandchildren. A 17-year-old and a 15-year-old. Both of them still in school, still with me. We very close. They really like to hang under me like I'm one of their friends. I got one of them with me at all times when I'm off. My husband passed away two years ago. Other than that, I'm surviving it by myself. Mm, That summed it up on this end. On a normal day, what does your work look like when we're not in the middle of a pandemic? Oh, Lord. Good day, I stay busy, 24-7. So I go to each one of my gates in a row, and I put three trash cans in each gate, sweep the floor, pour trash, wipe down the seats, I mop the common walkways. Then I do poop scoop. If I all make a mess in my gate, I, I'm the one to clean that up. You're constantly moving on a good day. If that's what things are like maybe during a normal time, tell me about how things have been been for you lately. Lord have mercy. <laughs> One gate, I might have two people getting off outside of the pilot and the flight attendants. I'm not looking at a whole lot of people getting off the flights or boarding the flights. They do good. They get 10 people on the flight going in and about four or five coming off. Have you 
had your hours cut back or, or changed at all during during the pandemic because there's less work to do? Yes, it is. We went from forty hours to thirty hours because we work uh, four days a week and all three days. And the way things going, it I don't see it getting no better at that now part. Does that reduction of ten hours mean a lot to you? Oh yes, it does. Cause now I got to save checks to pay bills. I normally take two of my checks, now I got to take three of my checks. So many people really have the luxury of being able to work from home. Are you kind of afraid to go in and maybe be around people? I try not to think about that while I'm out there. Cause I don't, I'm not trying to scare myself. I block out where I'm at. I just go through my routine, don't think about where I'm at and keep it going. Do you have access to any kind of protective equipment, masks, gloves, that that kind of thing? We got plenty of gloves, but they don't give out no masks. You mentioned earlier that you live with your with your grandkids. What do you do when you get home to keep them from being exposed? When I get home, I stay in my room. I got a master bedroom. I get what I need, and I stay in my room till the next day. I try not to be around anybody. So I ain't got to worry about nobody catching nothing from me. And I ain't catching nothing. Is that difficult? I mean, I would imagine it would be hard to isolate yourself like that. It's hard, but that's the only way I can do them. Because they suffer with asthma real bad. And then my granddaughter, the 15-year-old, she had the flu the first of the year. So I made sure I stayed with her completely. Because somebody, one of her teachers at her school had the virus. I mean, the corona. So as I heard that, I showed no state away from everybody. Do you have any underlying um, health conditions that that make you kind of especially worried? I have asthma. I, well, I have asthma, but they flared up on me in a good while. So I try not to get upset about that. You mentioned earlier that your, you know, your your grandchildren and and you were just very physically close. I would imagine it's 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 hard to remove yourself from them like you're doing right now. Well, they're teenagers. They understand. And they know I'm the old, I'm older than anybody in the household. And they do watch the news about the, you know, elderly people still way do this and do that. So they, they pretty much, I don't, they'll come to my door and ask me something through the door. But trying to get up on me, they won't do that. This is a very challenging time for a lot of people. So how do you wake up each morning and, and, and keep going to work? What keeps you going? <laughs> Block out where I'm going to. I got a song that I listen to to keep, you know, keep my mind and relax. Oh, uh, what that song is? I got heaven right here on earth. <laughs> you try to keep a positive attitude then? At all times. What would you maybe say say to someone who really benefits from the work that you do, but but might not understand that you're the one doing it? Do you, do you ever think about what you would say to those people? I don't have a lot of them come up and thank me for the job that we're doing in the airport. You keep it so nice and clean. And, you know, they're talking about, I wonder, how do we all do this on around all these millions of people? I told me that's a job. I don't take nothing personal. I just do what I need to do. Make my little money and go home. But I want to make sure everybody happy. Anything I can do for you, I will. From time to time, I done bought four lunches because they didn't have no money to eat, but they got a ticket to fly out with you. But you meet a lot of nice people out there traveling. Cynthia Hartsfield Collier has worked as a custodian at the Atlanta airport for more than three decades. 
as many parts of life have slowed down, our country's supply chain hasn't, and commercial truck drivers are a crucial part of that chain. Jess Graham is an over-the-road owner-operator truck driver working for GTO Trucking in Snellville, Georgia. She's been driving trucks since 2012 and recently spoke with my colleague, Emma Hurt. I can't risk bringing this to my house, whatever I may have come in contact with. I'm out here. If I'm going to be quarantined, I might as well be quarantined in my truck and continue to work. Last week, I did almost 4,000 miles, so it, it's almost double to what I have been doing up to this point. And out of the five loads, uh, four of them were medical supplies or food. I do what I can to, like, I wear a mask when I leave the truck and I'm interacting with people. I limit my exposure outside of the truck. Like, I don't, I don't just get out and wander around anymore. You can go to a gas station anywhere. I can only go to certain places. And at those certain places, that's the equivalent to everything you have at home. That's where I have to wash my laundry. That's where I have to take my shower. You know, you might go to a truck stop and expect to get something to eat only to find out it's closed or it's limited or the restaurant is only open till 8 o'clock now. You know, some places, they're, they're not willing to take on the task of really cleaning the shower, so then they just close and said the showers are down. I think as a driver, it's in our nature to just haul that freight, just get it going. We can make sense out of miles. We can make sense out of traffic. You know, it doesn't matter what chaos is going on. We thrive in that next mile. Jess Graham is an over-the-road owner-operator truck driver. These are just a few of the voices WABE has featured in our series, What Now? Work and the Coronavirus. You can find those stories online at wabe.org slash whatnow. You can also catch them on the radio. Tune that dial to 90.1 FM here in Atlanta. Or you can stream our station live at wabe.org or from your smart speaker. And hey, we want to hear from you. How has your job changed and how do you think it might in the future? Drop us a note at COVID-19 at wabe.org. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. You can reach us at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also rate us and leave us a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If y'all haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. 
Thanks for listening. The world is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary. But when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org donate. And thanks.